Welcome to Goop Tales, Episode 6, Won'ty and Why Naughty, Fall to the Bottom of an Iceberg. I'm Maria Calancini, and I am the author of Goop Tales. And today's story was inspired by a picture that I saw of a place called McMurdo Sound, which is a passage underneath the ocean floor that is surrounded by ice. And it's incredible. It's really beautiful. And at the end of the story, I'm going to tell you how you can go see pictures of it. But that is what inspired Won'ty and Why Naughty fall to the bottom of an iceberg. So Won'ty and Why Naughty are two goops named because they say things like I won't and why not. So please join me on episode six and find out what happens when Won'ty and Why Naughty fall to the bottom of an iceberg. Goop Tales, Episode 6, Won'ty and Wynati Fall to the Bottom of an Iceberg. Won'ty and Wynati, they were twins, had many virtues and two sins. So many virtues had these two, I cannot tell them all to you. Their sins were that they disobey and whine in an unpleasant way. Chapter 1 Once upon a time, there were two disobedient but very curious little twin goops named Wonty and Wynati. They did everything together. They didn't like it when they were apart, even though they argued quite a bit. They even had a pact to always carry a candle. That way, if they ever got separated in the dark, they would be able to find each other. Wonty was definitely the bossier one and she usually took charge of things. Wynati was a bit shy, but she could be very loud-mouthed and strong-willed when she needed to be. Wynati loved that everyone viewed her as the shy one, because she got away with a lot more mischief, and she was able to blame Wonty for the naughty things that she did. One day, Wonty and Wynati were playing together when they heard their mother call for them. Mother sounded angry, so Wonty shouted back at her, I won't come. Why not? Why won't you go to Mother? Why Naughty asked her sister. Because she's so angry with us for dripping wax everywhere, and I won't go clean it up. Oh, I don't want to clean it up either. How are we going to get out of this mess? Giggled Why Naughty. Wonty didn't even have a chance to answer her sister because their mother called for them again, even louder. Wonty shouted back again, I won't! Wonty shouted so loud that the sound echoed back at her, I won't! Why Naughty thought this was hilarious, so she too shouted even louder, Why not? The echoes got louder and louder and went back and forth. I won't. Why not? I won't. Why not? I won't. Why not? Not. The two of them were shouting and laughing so hard that they barely heard as their mother's footsteps got louder and louder. She was coming to get them. I won't clean up the wax, hissed Wonty. Why not? It's your fault 
hissed back Wynati, even though she had dripped quite a bit of wax herself. Shh, said Wonty, or Mother will hear us. Quick, I know where we can hide, whispered Wynati, who was feeling a little bit guilty about blaming Wonty. She grabbed Wonty's little hand and whispered, Come with me. As their mother's footsteps got louder and louder, Wonty and Wynati raced downstairs to the basement, where there was a large walk-in freezer. Wynati hopped up onto a chair and unlatched the door to the freezer. They both popped inside as the door slammed shut behind them. As soon as they heard the heavy door close, Wonty and Wynati stared at each other in fear. They suddenly realized that they couldn't open the door from the inside of the freezer. The latch was too high. Immediately, they both began to scream, Mother! Mother! We're here in the freezer! Unfortunately, their mother couldn't hear them. The freezer was in the basement, and the door was very Chapter 2 It was very cold in the freezer, and Wonty and Wynati started to shiver. Soon their teeth began to chatter, too. I'm freezing, said Wonty. Me too, said Wynati. No, I mean, I'm really freezing. Look at my feet, said Wonty in horror. Wynati looked down and saw ice quickly creeping up their little goop bodies and before she could say anything, her mouth froze over. Wonty and Wynati were frozen over in terror. As their tiny bodies froze and ice began to form around them, the only thing they could move was their eyes. Wonty and Wynati glanced at each other and then took a look at their surroundings. They were no longer in the freezer, because they were now frozen solid on top of an iceberg in the middle of the Arctic. Their mother would certainly never find them here. There they stood as two little frozen statues until a fat seal slid right up to them and knocked them over. Soon several seals joined in, and they started batting Wonty and Wynati around. The seals were playing ice soccer, using Wonty and Wynati as their balls. As the ice was knocked from their bodies, Wonty and Wynati, defrosted, came to life and demanded that the seals stop kicking them around. I will melt your iceberg if you don't stop kicking us, yelped Wonty. I will too, with my candle, said Wynati. The pot of seals stopped kicking them around and they all cocked their heads to stare at Wonty and Wynati in amazement. Who were these two bossy little creatures who were threatening to melt their iceberg? Finally, one of the seals slid forward and said, We had no idea you were alive, and we certainly didn't mean to hurt you. If you would like to melt our iceberg, please go right ahead. This iceberg has been around for 3,000 years, and even the sun hasn't melted yet. Then the seal turned to his pod and said, Come on, everyone, let's go find somewhere else to play ice soccer. 
and leave these two silly goops. Who think they can melt our iceberg? The seals all started to chuckle at the thought of Wounty and Wynati melting the iceberg, and off they waddled. Just before he slid down the iceberg toward his pod, that same seal turned to Wonty and Wynati and said, Oh, one last thing. If you get into trouble, which you probably will, make sure that you find Old White. She's wise, and she can help you. Well, we aren't in trouble now, replied Wynati. Then she turned to her sister and said, Come on, Wonty, let's go explore and find a good place to start melting. We have lots of work to do if this iceberg is really 3,000 years old. You're right. Let's go over there. I see a crack, said Wonty, as she pointed to a large crack that divided the iceberg in two. When they arrived at the edge of the crack, both Wonty and Wynati leaned over and peered down the deep, dark crevice. It seemed to go on for miles. What do you think is at the bottom? whispered Wynati. I don't know, but I think it must be scary. If we start melting the ice here at the crack, maybe we can see what's at the bottom, Wonty whispered back. Good idea, said Wynati. So Wonty and Wynati lit up their little candles and began to melt the ice near the edge of the crack. It wasn't long before Wonty got impatient because they weren't making any progress. I won't do this anymore, she pouted. Why not? Because it's going to take too long and I don't want to. I just won't. Why not? I just won't. Why not? And so it began. Wonty and Wynati were in a screaming match, shouting, I won't, and why not? Back and forth at each other. As they grew louder, they could hear their voices reverberate off the ice. The ice was echoing back at them. I won't. Why not? Why not he slipped as the ice beneath her fell into the deep, dark crevice. She barely held on as the ice slid beneath her feet into the cavernous pit. Stop shouting, she screamed at Wonty. I won't. Why not, please? And so it began again, the shouting match. This time, it was so loud that the ice began to fall off in large chunks. Wynati felt the ice she was standing on crack, and she grabbed onto Wonty, but it was too late. Chapter 3 The ice chunk split right off, and Wynati went tumbling down into the deep crevice, holding Wonty with her. As they fell, the iceberg echoed back their shouts. I won't. Why not? I won't. Why not? Wonty and Wynati landed at the bottom of the iceberg with a loud thud. After wiping off her soggy bottom, Wonty was the first to stand up and look around. She was standing on a sandy floor covered with seashells and red prickly sea urchins. The wall of the iceberg was right in front of her. It was huge and ominous and beautiful, all at once. She looked up and saw the top of the ocean glowing back at her. Why not, get up! Look where we are! We're at the bottom of an iceberg, 
and it is radiant, said Wonty. Wainati stood up and looked around in awe. Wonty and Wainati were in an Arctic wonderland created by a glowing iceberg wall, the shining sea above, and a sandy pathway that led to untold adventures. Wainati wanted to explore. She grabbed Wonty's hand and set off down the length of the iceberg. They trailed their candles along the side of the iceberg, but there was no chance of melting anything in this icy underwater wonderland. Look, it's a killer whale, said Wonty, as she pointed to a huge killer whale that was headed upwards to the surface at lightning speed. Yikes, I don't want him to see us, squeaked Wynati as she grabbed onto Wonty's hand. Wonty and Wynati pressed themselves against the edge of the iceberg and crept forward as the orca disappeared toward the surface. I wish I could swim that fast. Come on, let's try, said Wynati, feeling braver now that the orca had disappeared. Wait for me, called out Wonty, who followed right behind her. Wonty and Wynati swam as fast as their little goop arms could take them, but it wasn't long before they were both exhausted. When they finally stopped swimming, they were right at the doorway to a glacier cave. The entryway was shining brightly, so they swam right into it. The cave was full of crystal clear water with ice islands floating everywhere. Look up there! Seals! said Wynati, as she pointed to three little seals who were hanging out on a chunk of ice. Hello, seals! bellowed Wonty. The seals looked down and barked and flapped their flippers in acknowledgement. Ooh, look over there, said Wynati, as she pointed to a baby seal on the very edge of the ice. Oh, he's so cute! Let's go play with him, said Wonty. So Wonty and Wynati swam over to the baby seal and yelled, Hello, baby seal! What's your name? Pedro, squawked the baby seal. My name is Wonty. And this is my twin sister, Wynati. Where are all the penguins? Aren't we in the North Pole? You are. But penguins don't live in the North Pole. They live in the Southern Hemisphere, in Antarctica, and other places. But not here. I don't know why everyone thinks that they live in the North Pole, sighed Pedro. Wonty thought to herself that she really must learn to use an atlas, like her goop friend Messalina. What other animals live around here? asked Wonty. Well, polar bears, of course, but I hope we don't see any of them, said Pedro. But why not? asked Wynati. Because they'd probably try to eat me if they saw me, replied Pedro. Polar bears love to eat seals. Yikes, squeaked Wonty. I hope polar bears don't want to eat me. I don't know, you better watch out said Pedro. You look like the right size to eat. Oh, don't worry about polar bears. Come into the water and play with us, Pedro, begged Wynati. Pedro started to slide down the ice. He was just about to plop into the water near Wonty and Wynati when he abruptly turned and flipped his way back up the ice as fast as he could go. Wonty and Wynati were confused. What was going on? 
they turned around to look behind them. There, on the edge of the iceberg, was a polar bear getting ready to dive in, and he was pointed right towards Wonty and Wynati. Wonty, you have to move, cried Wynati. I won't. Why not? squealed Wynati. And so it began again. I won't, why not? I won't, why not? Their shouts were interrupted by the loud splash of the polar bear diving into the water. Wonty and Wynati began to flail their arms madly, and they headed straight for a small opening on the side of the glacier cave. Faster! screamed Wonty. Wonty was behind her sister, and she could feel the polar bear's claws scrape across the bottom of her dress. I will! I will! I am! I am! I'm moving faster! shouted Wynati. And just like that, Wonty and Wynati started to work together. They swam faster than they had ever swam in all their lives. Wonty was saying, You can! You can swim fast! And Wynati was responding, I will! I will swim the fastest! When they came to the end of the glacier tunnel, Wonty desperately looked around and spotted a small floating glacier off in the distance with a large white seal on top. Look, that must be Big White, said Wonty. She'll know what to do. She can help us. And off they swam with the polar bear very close behind them. Wonty and Wynati reached the edge of Big White's glacier. The large white seal was in the middle of an afternoon nap and wasn't very happy about being awakened. If you're Big White, then we need your help. A seal told us you were very wise and a polar bear is chasing us. Look, there he is, said Wonty as she turned and pointed at the polar bear who was halfway up the edge of Big White's iceberg. Yes, I am Big White, but why would you bring a polar bear to my iceberg and then ask for help? Yawned Big White with a very miffed expression. This is my secret hideaway, and now you have shown the polar bear. Tell her why, demanded Wynati as she turned to Wonty. I won't tell her. You tell her, hissed back Wonty. Why not? I won't. And so it began again. Big White could hardly stand to hear them, so she roared the loudest seal roar she could. <laughs> they both stopped immediately and froze. I will tell you how to get rid of the polar bear if you promise to stop your incessant arguing. Wonty and Wynati both blurted out, We will! as fast as they could say it, because they were very scared. They could hear the polar bear's claws getting closer and closer. Just light those candles and wave them at the polar bear. It works every time. Wonty and Wynati quickly lit their little candles and waved them at the polar bear. He immediately stopped in his tracks and froze. Everyone was frozen. Wonty, Wynati, Big White, and the polar bear. For a very long moment, no one moved. Even Big White started to worry that the polar bear wasn't going to back off. 
when out of the clear blue, the polar bear shed a tiny tear that slid down his face. Polar bear, we just wanted to scare you away. You don't have to cry. Just go away and don't eat us, said Wynati. I don't want to eat you. I just wanted some friends, said the polar bear. I'm alone and I can't find my mother anywhere. And right there in the middle of the Arctic, Wonty and Wynati's little hearts melted for the polar bear. They looked up at Big White because they didn't know what to do. Big White then said, I saw a large polar bear swimming around earlier. She was calling for Ijborn. Is that you? Yes, I'm Ijborn, said the polar bear. Then dive under my glacier and head north. You will find her, but promise me you won't come back to my glacier, said Big White. I promise, said Ishborn, and off he dove to find his mother underneath the iceberg. Now you two, what am I going to do with you? moaned Big White as she gazed at Wonty and Wynati. We want to go home now, said Wynati. I know said Big White. But you must stop saying I won't and why not or you'll never get there. Well, what are we supposed to say? inquired Wonty. How about I will? And how can I help you? said Big White with a smirk. I will try it if it'll help, said Wonty with a reluctant giggle. How can I help you? giggled Wynati. Just keep going, said Big White, as she closed her eyes to settle back into her nap. I will. How can I help you? I will. How can I help you? As Wonty and Wynati said these words over and over, they felt lighter and happier, almost like they were floating. They kept saying them faster and faster because they wanted to float higher and higher. Off they floated into the clouds, until just for fun, Wonty said, I won't! And just like that, they fell from the clouds straight into Goop World. Look what you did! You dropped us from the clouds! Screeched Wynati. Well, we're back at home! Wonty and Wynati looked at each other and hugged. They were so happy to be back in Goop World. Let's go tell Quarreling! Little did Wonty and Wynati know that it would take a very long time to find their goop friend quarreling. They didn't know that at that very moment he had quarreled himself right into a sword fight with a Japanese dragon. But that is a tale for another time. Thank you so much for listening to Wonty and Wynati Fall to the Bottom of an Iceberg. If you like this podcast, I would love it if you would go to iTunes and leave me a review for Goop Tales. So now it's your turn to get creative. Go to gooptales.com forward slash episode six, that's the number six, to see all the photos from Wonty and Wynati fall to the bottom of an iceberg. And don't forget to spot the tiny Wonty and Wynati hidden in each photo. You'll also be able to read and download the first two chapters of Wonty and Wynati, 
And then you can write your own ending to the story and submit it for publication on gooptales.com. I want to read your ending, and so does the rest of the world. So go ahead and submit. And I will see you in the next Goop Tales, Episode 7, Quarreling and the Japanese Dragon. 